0: Hi everyone, David Harris here with you for Criminal Injustice. One of the other things I get to do here in Pittsburgh, where we're based, is I serve as legal analyst for WESA FM. That's our flagship NPR station here in the city, uh, and as part of that, I sometimes serve as a guest on The Confluence, their everyday public affairs show. Uh, and I did that on August 29th. Here is my conversation with. Kevin Gavin about the decision by the U.S. Department of Justice in which Attorney General Barr announced that the Department of Justice will pursue the death penalty against the killer of 11 people at the Tree of Life synagogue here in Pittsburgh. Uh, This was a controversial decision. Uh, There was opposition to the death penalty uh, and had a fascinating conversation with host Kevin Gavin. The Confluence is produced by Megan Harris. Here's our conversation.
1: It's the confluence on 90.5 WESA. I'm Kevin Gavin. Robert Bowers, the man accused of fatally shooting 11 people at the Tree of Life Synagogue last October, will face the death penalty If convicted, joining us in studio is University of Pittsburgh Professor of Law and WESA's legal analyst, David Harris. David, federal prosecutors announced the decision in a court filing this week. Why is that formal notification necessary? Couldn't the uh, U.S. Attorney's Office just say it in an oral presentation?
0: Well, Kevin, there is a formal process for this that is set out in Justice Department regulations, and it has to be followed. And the reason for this formal process is that you want to make sure that That the death penalty is only reserved for the worst cases where it's most appropriate. And so there has to be actually an internal set of documents that go from the local U.S. attorneys up into the Justice Department through a review committee, and the ultimate decision is up to the Attorney General of the United States. So this takes a while, whether you would want to do it or not, and it must be formal so there's a record and they have every assurance that there is no bias involved or things like that. Is this going to change anything, this formal filing? I mean, it's been speculated that the prosecution
1: has been using the death penalty as leverage if indeed there are talks about a
0: plea deal. Well, it can change. I mean, the fact that they are seeking the death penalty doesn't mean either that they will definitely get it or that that's how the case will end up if it ends up in a plea. You know, sometimes when the evidence comes out in a trial, uh, it can look a little different than it did before. This is an extremely strong case. There's no doubt about who did it or why he did it. So it's only a matter of what the penalty will be. And so it can change, but they have set their course. That's what we have now. The government is after the death penalty, ultimately, at this point. And this formal
1: filing comes really... Ten months. Yes. After the October shooting is because of that formal process, that's what took the 10 months. Yes,
0: it, it is mandated. You can't get around this within the Justice Department. They have to be very careful. And therefore, it just takes a while.
1: So what are the uh, reasons the prosecution is citing for pursuing the death penalty?
0: Multiple murders were involved. Uh, There was a uh, uh, um, a religious prejudice, motivation. We all know that, the things he said about Jews. Uh, And uh, of course, there's there's no remorse that's been shown. And this was all key to deciding to go after the death penalty in this case. Two congregations
1: associated with the Tree of Life Synagogue, Dor Hadash and the New Light Congregation, say they disagree with the decision. How much weight does the state give to survivors when
0: determining what kind of sentence to seek? Well, the victims are given a voice. They have the opportunity to submit their views on this and even sometimes to meet with prosecutors in this process. But they don't have a veto. Uh, and the thing is, I think with uh, th- there may be opposition to the death penalty as a penalty, as we saw with Mrs. Rabinowitz, whose husband was tragically murdered. But it may also be that they don't want the victim or victims to have to relive this. It, would, it It's it's all going to be very painful. And those people who don't want to do that will be called as witnesses nonetheless. So the victims had very substantial uh, uh, interests here. They made their voices heard, but the department decided to go ahead anyway.
1: Right. And that's uh, really the reasoning sought, uh, stated by Dora Hadash president about the con- congregation wants to
0: protect uh, surviving members and also to honor Dr. Rabinovitz. Absolutely. I mean, you think of the trauma of those people the surviving suffered. I mean, our whole community suffered a great trauma, but those people especially. And then they have to relive it. Now, sometimes that's just necessary. And that's what the Justice Department has decided. It is necessary. And they're going to ask those people to do it. In fact, require them to.
1: And all this comes on the heels of Attorney General
0: Barr reinstating the federal death penalty. How's that factoring into these discussions? Yeah, that's very unfortunate because uh, what it does is it puts uh, a potential political spin on this. And God, you really hope that is not the case Um, because that renewing of the federal death penalty just a few weeks back might make some people think that this is part of that same effort, which looked highly political. Uh, One hopes that if this decision was made, it was made in good faith uh, and the review process was indeed careful. And they're only doing this because it was such a terrible crime.
1: Okay, no trial date has been set as of yet. Uh, What are the next steps?
0: We They go ahead into the uh, further pretrial preparation process. Uh, there's a lot to do because a death penalty trial is actually two trials. It's a guilt phase, a guilt trial, and a penalty trial. So there's a ton of work for both sides to do. Uh, do we know if they'll get extra time because of the death penalty? It's possible, but uh, it won't be a sure thing unless the defense asks for it. David Harris, University of Pittsburgh law professor, thanks so much. My pleasure, Kevin.
1: I'm Kevin Gavin. You're listening to The Confluence on 90.5 WESA.
0: That's it. That was my conversation with host Kevin Gavin on WESA's The Confluence about the Justice Department decision to seek the death penalty in the case of the Tree of Life killer. You can always go to our website, that's criminalinjusticepodcast.com, for all of our short features, our full-length interviews, and more stories of lawyers behaving badly. David Harris here for Criminal Injustice. I'll be back with you next time. Criminal Injustice is written by David Harris, produced by Josh Rollerson, and supported by listener contributions. Go to patreon.com slash criminal injustice to become a member and access the premium content feed. Find past episodes, show notes, and more at criminalinjusticepodcast.com.